Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello! It's me, Jasper William Cartwright, and I am joined today by... Hiya, it's me, Olivia Kennedy. <laughs> you can call me Liv. The more casual you make it, the funnier it is to me. <laughs> that was, that was beyond so casual. That was, <laughs> that was lackadaisical. Horizontal. Right <laughs> yeah. I was you laying lost on the mic energy though. in between the preamble and the end. Like you no, 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 no. Liv, Liv lost energy between syllables. It was like... <laughs> yeah. I, uh... Oh my god! This is the wrong dungeon and the wrong dragon. <laughs> Full prince vibe? Woo! <laughs> this makes them even more black! Cake glitches and bitches. And lands in the cusp of a teaspoon? Oh no! On a nat 20. No! You think this is just a game? That's disgusting and I love it. Yeah! We're about to get into something real big now. Gary Oldman said that when he was at the RSC, all of the when he would be backstage about to go on, he would watch actors about to go on stage, and they'd be like, and you know, calming them down. And just before they'd go on stage, they'd go and like tighten up right before they'd go out. Liv, what we just saw was the opposite of that. Yeah, Liv liquefied. Yeah, yeah, to do a melt. Yeah, you do a it was like, little mount and it's fine. Don't it's like when like that. like people are about to like start a boxing match or like UFC oh. and they do that thing where they kind of like try to turn their like body into spaghetti just to like loosen yeah. it up and do you know when, what I mean? It was kind of like that. It's like Bleh. I don't know if this is solid yeah. advice, but if I'm you hoping fell to the ground, nobody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that nobody will ever be in this situation who's listening to this podcast. Um, but you know, you're supposed to go limp when you're hit by a car, right? So. There you go. So, it's good. Channel limp. Is that limp. Are you com- are you comparing the beginning of this show to hit by a car? Why? Hey, whoa, hey, uh, not, whoa, not just comparing. Are you equivocating? Are you? Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, Liv. We need people to listen to this. <laughs> Come on, Liv. <laughs> I didn't say that they were lot, getting hit by the car. Like, I was saying, I was going limp as if getting hit by a car, not equivocating it as the same feeling, but just saying that that's what I was doing, as if I was being hit audio just by a out, car, just utterly Jasper bricked and out and overloaded. So it's like, it's like ah. <laughs> <laughs> I, too, I was actually talking to someone today about the fact that the Hello Halfling is is becoming a problem in my head because I'm second guessing it every single time. Well, at this it. point, it almost feels obligatory, which yeah, oh, kind of sure. makes me want us to stop doing it. Like, no. that's what? never. Because no. it's like, no, well, initially it was because what, of joy. If people, was, yeah. if people enjoy it, it stays. If people are like, my fucking eardrums, Jasper, stop, fine. What if we oh, just, oh, they yeah. definitely <laughs> enjoy it. They we'll do like enjoy a Patreon it, cut. I think we can come up with something else they would enjoy is what I'm saying. We'll do a Patreon cut with Hello Halflings Maybe. in it if if it's it's a certain tier. And, and then we'll just cut it out for everyone else. It yeah. be, it's me, Jasper William <laughs> yeah. Cartwright. What the hello? <laughs> That's how we start you wanna, the episodes. You want that hello? Or you don't? Fine. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Funny. So do you. 
let's see if I can repeat the trick. And <laughs> oh my god, uh, Jeremy Cobb. But Rohan J. Providence calls me a rock copster. <laughs> very good. That's, uh, very good. That's really good. Yeah, that's, that's good. really really good. That's good. Um, I want to start by apologizing to our sound editor for the uh, audio mess at the beginning of this ep- for this episode is. Uh, Daniel, yep. we love you. Uh, we respect you. And as a treat, we'll even do the clap at the end, like we always forget to do. I so. keep Daniel. I know you can hear it when I'm like, "Shall we do the clap at the end?" Because my audio keeps going and nobody yeah. else's is on. It's almost so, always me look, who forgets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty consistently, pretty consistently. Yeah. Jeremy. I would say it's also, it's also me. I just, I'm just less honest about it. I'll just stop yeah. my audio recording. Jeremy will say he stopped it, and I'll go, ah, oh, Jeremy. Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> but I've definitely stopped I it as well. It. So. But it's okay. I enjoy the humiliation. Anyway, yeah, people aren't yeah. here to find out about the inner workings of how the hell we record one of these episodes, if that's what you can call this. People are here. Uh, because they want us to complete the set. Now, I know there is at least one person who has been in our Instagram DMs for months now, <laughs> practically begging for this to happen. <laughs> it's Emily, actually. All I can say, yeah, it's Emily. All I can say is I am sorry, but the day has arrived. We're completing the set. We're finally yes. going to do Sorcerers. We're doing the class deep dive on Sorcerers. Will, I'm sorry, we will everyone. We preface it with... Look, we know that things aren't right at the moment, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, Black History Month, y'all. It's Black <laughs> History Month and we can do what we like. The um, first chance he gets. <laughs> the first chance he gets. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but we, yeah, we gotta, we're finishing it up because, you know, we can't leave it unfinished. I would like um, to, yes. I'd like to yeah. formally submit mm-hmm. it's Black History Month, y'all, as a possible replacement or even a sometimes replacement for Hello Halfling. <laughs> Absolutely not. Zero percent no, chance. I think that would be a great Zero percent chance. I think Zero, okay. it's Black History Month, y'all. Actually, just, I think it's a, it's a voting system we have going on here, and I vote for it. But only if, That's only two if out we of can three, end, baby. only if we can end the, the podcast with Reverend. <laughs> okay, we're yes. gonna move on. Well, the thing is, the thing we should absolutely caveat this by saying we're not going to explain what the hell, why the no. hell we just randomly said Black History Month and reparations. Because no. the only way that you'd know is if you're on mm. our Patreon, and you listen to our most recent kickback, which is truly unhinged good. in the best it's way. Um, mm-hmm. I was lost fully belly laughing listening to that. So if you want to know why the hell Jeremy is forcing it's Black History Month, y'all, into every you episode don't need to forward, you don't. Need to force it. It's uh, all hear about up with soul glow. Jasper's coming oh, out story. That that with, too. Really <laughs> oh, this is ridiculous. Uh, okay, has anyone else in this, this recording scene coming to so America? Long as it okay, is, fine. we have to. We have to. We have to fine. move forward, guys. Sorceress do magic. Pull it together. Uh, <laughs> pull it together. I just need, before we go on. Has anyone what? else here seen coming to America? No. Yes. Okay. Yes, so Jasper got it. Good. Yes, I did. I don't know. Um, it's a good movie, Liv. You should watch it. Probably. So, yeah. join the Three Black Halflings Patreon if you want to find out what the hell we're talking about. And, uh, yep, thank you, Liv. And uh, <laughs> we are going to talk about the sorcerer today. <laughs> Whew, bear with us, everyone. We out here. It's, uh, it's this a is, crazy. This times. is what people tune in for. <laughs> well, this I'm... is what some people tune in for. This is what some people yeah. tune in for. If this is what everyone tunes in for, then, like, what are we wow. doing? I mean, why are we wow. even. Wow. Why are we trying? What a thing. You know? So, to start off, uh, have you guys played a sorcerer before? Yes. Either of you? Like, yes. yeah, but not like in a long-running campaign. It's one of the ones I'm missing 
in my tool belt, for example, also barbarians. I haven't fully played a barbarian, and I need Whoa. to. So mm. I know. Oh, I know. Okay, that's crazy. I mean, yeah. next actual play we do, I'll play one of these. Cool. There, there you go. Done. I actually uh, played one uh, named Elias Tarari. A, a, he was a Minotaur uh, aberrant mind sorcerer that mm. I actually played. I originated him in a home game with some of the cast of No Small Roles. Shout out to No, no Small Roles. And I hey. played him in a public, I think a two episode run on uh, Gimme to Loot. The Gimme to Loot podcast. Shout out nice. to the, the boys from Gimme to Loot. Uh, so he, uh, my arc culminated in me getting my rival on the like in the main party infected with where flamingo lycanthropy. Whoa, where flamingo? Mm. That's uh, yes. pretty pretty dangerous uh, mm, yeah. form of, uh, of lycanthropy for sure. Uh, this actually raises a good question: Have you guys ever done like cross? episode like cross uh, uh uh podcast like law stuff like because i've done a couple of things where i've guested on something and like i've made a subtle callback to like another character i've played on a different podcast like obviously mm. no one here is gonna get it but i'm like maybe there's like one person that's just also <laughs> happened to listen to this other show and it's like wait did yeah. he just say they're cousins what like, oh my God. I'll like, I'll just call back to like, oh yes, my cousin, Muti Quobra, or something like that. Do you know what I mean? I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I did like the most I, subtle, I like um, in uh, one of the first like uh, videos I put out on Dicebreaker, uh, where I talk about tiefling, tieflings in depth, I like start talking about like, oh, this would be a fun tiefling to make. And then I go, hmm. Uh, it, it, and then it was a year later until we actually released the Storybreakers, um, the actual play Deep with guys. the tiefling I was referring to. And I was like, I thought this was going to be in a couple of months. I'm sorry. I'm really. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> teased Nobody this. You've got like some Marvel like schedule for teasing stuff, like yeah. fully exactly. years out. Le- yeah. Years out. You, you're uh, not oh, planning hey, on the What cut about that wild magic? Deep. Uh, w- wouldn't that be funny and fiery? And that's a reference to a character I'm going to play in three years. So, woo! <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought that was going to be funny. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you did. T- you did tee that up like it was going to be a joke. And yeah, then... I, d- I did. Yeah, I, d- I, I don't think there was one. In you there. turned into liquid like, no. again. <laughs> I did turn into liquid. But also, I will point out that the whole time I had like a smug little ass, smug ass smile on my face. Like, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, yeah. she did. Um, I have also played a tiefling. Uh, 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 see, look, listen. What have you done to me today? <laughs> what have you got me spun around today? I have also well, played a sorcerer episode. God damn no? it! Uh, no, that would be a good one though. Uh, I have played a sorcerer before. Uh, I have played uh, the aforementioned Muti Quoba, who, uh, who uh, like, I quite enjoyed playing. Uh, I quite enjoyed playing uh, for at least one series of the Tales of Wagadu, if you haven't mm. listened to the second season yet. <laughs> Anyways, um, how about we go ahead... Yeah, it's actually pretty good. It's like some of my favorite stuff that I've like ever done yeah, in my some life. Really quality. It's, it's, it's really quality. Cool. It's really good. It's really really good. Let's go ahead and dive into talking about a sorcerer. Uh, to start out with, hit dice is uh, is a d six. Should we just speed through the basics here? Yeah. I'm gonna okay. through them. Oh, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me just run us through here, and then oh, somebody okay. else Jeremy's can pick us back okay. up with the, right. with the stuff that you don't need us. You don't need us. It's fine. Uh, look, 
folks, <laughs> squishy, squishy spellcaster. You're getting a D6 hit die. Your, your hit points is uh, one, D, obviously six plus your, that's all. We know that. It's a one D6, same as the wizard. You get no armor proficiencies, so you are a squishy, defenseless boy. Uh, your only weapons are daggers, darts, slings, quarterstaffs, light crossbows. That's right. You don't you even get use. simple weapons as a category. You just get a few simple weapons. You have no tool proficiencies. Your saving throws are constitution and charisma. Notice the charisma, because that's important. Your skills, mm-hmm. you get to choose two from arcana, deception, insight, intimidation, persuasion, religion basic stuff um we don't usually talk much about equipment so i'm not going to talk about that your spell casting notice how i said charisma because that's gonna come back folks it's Mm -hmm. the charisma this is our third charisma caster uh along with the bard and the warlock um it's the squishiest of the three but it's also the the blastiest of the three aside from the warlock's eldritch blast yeah 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 um, and I think it's also worth saying, uh, just if we want to do like a little bit of sorcerer, just a, a, a good definition or a, a, a delineation between sorcerer and wizard is that sorcerer, the kind of law background, the, the, mm. the main differentiation is that sorcerers effectively are kind of born with innate magic. They, mm-hmm. it's almost like passed down to them. It can be through a lineage. It can be, I guess it probably still could be gifted in some way, like a blessed child or, do you know what I mean? Or There's like accident. ways I think, yeah, or exa- exactly, or an accident, but it's like you're drawing from like power within you uh, yeah. as opposed to say a wizard who uh, is drawing power from like the books and like then like accrued knowledge and things like that so I think it's just an important distinction because I think it also potentially goes some way to explaining why it's charisma not like intelligence or yeah. whatever like the, the wizard is um, ironically uh, the sorcerer is more Harry Potter and the wizard is more Doctor Strange yes despite mm-hmm. the fact that Doctor Strange sorcerer supreme Harry Potter mm-hmm. wizard Ironically, yeah, that's yeah. uh, it's, it's kind of crazy, kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, cool. Go so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I missed that. What, what did you say? It was transroids. Transroids. Yes, uh, yes, I fully right. agree. Absolutely. I fully support that I completely. Yeah. Agree. And so does I Daniel Radcliffe. Shout out to Daniel yes, Radcliffe. I think yes. the whole like, oh, wow. Daniel Ripper and Emma do. That was. I used to be very into Harry Potter. Maybe that'll be my next soapbox, saying how much I'm mad about it. So yeah. Uh, mm. Ugh. I think so. Mm. Oh yeah. Absolutely. We need to like get warmed up. I think for that soapbox. Uh, <laughs> so should we, should we say the main distinction with the spell, the sorcerer's spell casting here that they learn their spells? Mm-hmm. Dude, basically, just do it. you'd have to ask me my permission. What are you doing? Just right. say, just yeah, go. That's just basically go. Just, it. Just, just sound off. They learn their off, spells. Okay? They're one of the ones that learns their spells. Yep. They learn the, They don't prepare. They learn their spells, yep. and they actually weirdly get a lower number of learned spells compared to most other classes, which is yep. simultaneously simpler but also a little bit more frustrating because they get some really good spells they can learn. I would say mm. it's slightly with the sorcerer and we'll get into this a little bit again if you sign up for the about Carl things patreon and you get a deep dive into some of the subclasses sorcerers can uh share some similarities i think with warlock like i've played the two and there's like times where you're like okay yeah like you get more spell slots and things like this with the sorcerer obviously but uh i'd say it's like in between a sorcerer is like in between a wizard yeah. and a uh warlock in the sense that you know it's just you're much more squishier than warlock but also you've got a bit of versatility in the sense that you can do some uh you know uh, damagey like up close and personal stuff like that if you want to depending mm-hmm. on what subclass you pick though it's very subclass dependent i'd say mm-hmm. um cool moving forward uh you i think we've covered most of the spell stuff mm-hmm. um should we just run through what the subclasses like are just as in just say them yeah they, and also them. that you get them at level one which is a key feature of this yeah. class yes Yes, it is. Uh, I also think, yeah, it's quite, makes a 
quite a big difference i think the power imbalance between levels like one through three can feel pretty drastic when mm-hmm. some have their subclasses already because um oh yeah i think uh like clerics get theirs clerics at level do, yeah. one and mm-hmm. like some like first level cleric abilities are just a little bit uh bananas uh so yeah so there is <laughs> give the healers uh, some kind of boon you need it <laughs> they need mm. it <laughs> Uh, Aberrant Mind is the the first one, which you played before, uh, yep. Jeremy. Do you want to anything to say about Aberrant Mind? Yeah. Do you like it? I, I guess we should probably just describe, like, because the major. I mean, aside from the spells and d- ability differences, the major difference is like the, to to kind of cover on a glance is how you're getting your powers, like yep. where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. So the aberrant mind is like you're influenced by like the far realm, which is where aberrations come from in D and D. There's lots of like psychic powers and psychic uh, associated stuff. Um, I think you can speak telepathically uh, with this one. You get, you know, it's 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 a cool. Like I have thoroughly enjoyed uh, playing it, but yeah, it's all like psionic stuff and speaking telepathically. Uh, yeah, I imagine you can cool. flavor it quite well. Yes, a lot of fun flavoring that one. I used mm-hmm. to when casting spells, summon like it looked like I was summoning like you. Could, my eyes would turn into just blankets of stars, and whatever Ooh. like spell I was summoning would appear to warp reality around it. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was all like nice. space themed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's also uh, Clockwork Soul. This one is if your someone in your ancestry has come into contact with uh, a uh, like machine like creatures like the Modrons. Modrons is that how we're pronouncing? That? I th- yeah, I think Modrons. So. I think Modrons. Modrons. Yeah, Modrons, uh, which are like these living machine type things, uh, and it's basically it is what it says on the tin. It's uh, it's all kind of uh, it's more mechanical uh, in basis. I guess like pretty cool if you're doing a, yeah. a steampunky uh, mm-hmm. type type thing because it's uh, mm. the, also one of the strongest uh, sorcerer subclasses just power wise well yeah good. Wh- okay, uh, cool. let me know if i'm um uh misremembering this uh but weren't they originally able to just like give themselves advantage was that a thing like they had like a certain amount of like uh slots yes per day? yes you can so restore balance to their first level ability uh mm-hmm. when a creature that you can see within 60 feet of you is about to roll a d20 with advantage or disadvantage yeah. you can use your reaction to prevent it from being affected by advantage and disadvantage and you can use yeah. that a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus i think Whoa. this was like unearthed arcana days i think like you could literally just give yourself advantage or something oh like, that's very cool that's yeah really that was cool. wild but yeah uh, they, they, they nerfed that Big One time, small yes. note, though. Stop giving away the Patreon content, guys. That's what that Patreon content's for. <laughs> like, Sorry. come on. What are you doing? Divine taste. Soul taste is, free. is next. Uh, Divine Soul is exactly what it says in the tin. This is uh, someone in your ancestry has a connection to a powerful divine being. God, angel. Uh, they might even be an angel. That's pretty cool. I like the oh. idea that one of my ancestors was an angel. That's why yeah. I have these divine pageant pa- pa- powers. Pageants. Um, That's why you're pageants. Oh, I'm really good at you pageants. keep holding these divine awesome. pageants. Just <laughs> look, listen, divine pageants, they so lay. Uh, draconic mm. bloodline. I don't think I even need to you explain. You got dragon this one. ancestry. You got dragon ancestry. It's the best defensive one. I will say that defense wise, it's the best defensive sorcerer mm. subclass. Okay, okay. Uh, Lunar Sorcery. This one actually has quite a lot of, like, deep, uh, like, actual lore. Um, I think uh, Kryn is the, uh, the, the god mm-hmm. that you're most associated with, and uh, who which is a world which is basically surrounded by three moons, and you draw your power from the three moons. And I, Is this the one where it's like... Yeah, you have like full moon, new moon, what like crescent moon. Basically, mm-hmm. there's like three different, like, types and uh, of, yeah, like... Yeah, and you can choose what you can phase you're in. 
Yeah, exactly. I've only ever seen um, one person play this. It was shout out to Johnny Stanton, friend of the show. I saw him do that hey, at uh, PAX Unplugged last year for their uh, Dragonlance adventure that he did. I don't actually think Luna Magic was out when picking Mooty. I think it hadn't it come out yet. Um, but I remember feeling like, ooh, that would have been cool because yeah. obviously a lot of this connection. But I do think ultimately it worked out for the best because the next one is shadow magic and that is what Mooty is i loved playing this i think uh it had really fun versatility lots of like in and out of combat stuff which i really enjoyed uh and uh yeah this is basically you have a connection to the shadow fell uh which is pretty cool and uh, this is actually the one we're going to go into in depth in this episode so we don't need to linger on this one too much because we'll mm -hmm. do a proper breakdown of it at the end of this episode and then like i said before if you want to hear a breakdown of the rest go to our patreon yeah storm sorcery is next you have a connection to element, the elemental plane uh, or elemental powers. Sakarina um, Frost can... Whip, if you're familiar with Dimension 20 uh, Crown of Candy, go check that out to see if one of these in action. Oh, nice. Yes. Very good. Nice, 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 nice. Uh, can be including connections to powerful elemental creatures like Jin, uh, which could be uh, pretty cool. I must say, I do. One of the things that I think I haven't actually explored that much with the sorcerer is exploring that kind of like the idea of lineage giving you that connection to power and i think just reading some of these i'm like oh there are like some really interesting jumping off points here mm -hmm. uh because mm -hmm. like divine soul like just that's pretty cool i like that yeah. yeah uh i do and i would say i do think that the sorcerer is a pretty flavorful class which uh, uh you know if you've listened yeah. to the rest of our deep dives you know that we're a fan of uh we're a fan of adding some flavor and we definitely don't like it when uh <laughs> battle rager uh has absolutely no room for any kind of flavor whatsoever uh because it sucks so badly mm -hmm. and i'm honestly surprised it's still up like <laughs> i genuinely think it's that bad <laughs> we'll see what we'll see what one D D brings <laughs> yeah, I guess we will. Uh, yeah, we will. Uh, and then, last but not least, we have wild magic. Uh, yes. This can be exposure to limbo, elemental planes, far realm. Uh, but this is very much the same as uh, the uh, wild magic uh, barbarian. Mm. This is every time you go to cast spells, uh, etc. You have a wild magic. Uh, you have a chance of rolling on a ma wild magic table, and uh, stuff happens. Yeah. Um, kind of the better version of the two, though, I would yeah. say. Like, yeah. 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 Well, at least the more chaotic version. I don't know if it's yeah, mechanically the, the more superior, fun. Yeah. I would say it's quite. It's, yeah, it seems to I, be the most like at least it seems to be possibly the most popular sorcerer subclass. At least that you see played. Yes, yeah. I would say I've seen this played like, more than anything else for sure. I mean, um, Simon the sorcerer in the D and D film is a world magic sorcerer. True. So. Very that true. Is true. Uh, that is so is true. Pete the plug, aka I think Pete Conlon in uh, um, the Unsleeping City. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah, a wild yeah. magic sorcerer. Very cool. Uh, so you get your origins at level one. Uh, Liv, do you want to go ahead and talk about Font of Magic? I can absolutely do that. Where have you gone? <laughs> the signature ability gone? of the sorcerer. The thing yeah. that defines them perhaps more, uh, mechanically speaking, more uh, than any other... Uh, yep. feature I would say second level you tap into a deeper wellspring of magic within yourself this wellspring is represented by sorcery points which allow you to create a, var a variety of magical effects so sorcery points you have two sorcery points um, starting at second level and you can gain more as you reach higher levels as shown in the sorcery points column of the sorcery table uh, yeah the first is two second is three third is five fourth is, oh, spell slot level, this is. Fourth is six, and fifth is seven. You got that right? Nice. Cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Um, you can never have more sorcery points than shown on the table for your level. Uh, you regain all spent sorcery points when you finish a long rest. Um, so what you do with the sorcery points is you do some flexible casting. Uh, you can use your sorcery points to gain additional spell slots or sacrifice spell slots to gain additional sorcery points. Yeah, you know, back and forth. Yeah. Um, you learn other ways to use your sorcery points as you reach higher levels. So creating spell slots, uh, you can transform an expended sorcery points into one spell slot as a bonus action on your turn, which is very handy. Uh, the creating spell slots table shows the cost of creating a spell slot of a given level. Uh, you can create spell slots no higher in level than fifth. Any spell slot you create with this feature vanishes when you finish a long rest, so you don't just keep it. Yeah, yeah. that would be wild. Um, converting a spell slot into a sorcery point. As a bonus action on your turn, you can expend one spell slot and gain a number of sorcery points equal to the slot's level. Um, and then you have metamagic, which I assume somebody else is going to yeah. get into. Well, we should specify yeah. you have a number of sorcery points equal to your sorcerer level, but the spell yes. slot level that we were talking about is how much it costs to create, how many sorcery points it costs to create yes. a spell at that level. So it costs it's seven right. sorcery points to create a fifth level spell slot, fifth level spell. but yeah. at fifth, at the level where you would have access to fifth level spells, you would have at least uh, nine sorcery points because you'd be yes. at least level nine. Yes, you're yeah. so right. I, uh, I goofed that one. Apologies, gang. Goof. It was a goof. Thank you. It's, it's good okay. Goof. It's good I'm going to swing in with the meta magic. Yeah. Because uh, this is kind of part two of the, the sorcerer's signature. Ability. Yeah, this is like, mm. yeah, this is the, this is the, the core of what most people are going to be yeah. using this for. Yeah. Uh, the, so metamagic basically allows you to tweak and mold and customize how your spells are functioning. You get to uh, start, you get to, uh, you learn two metamagic options at third level. You gain another one at 10th level, another one at 17th level. Uh, but you can only use one metamagic option on a spell when you cast it, unless otherwise noted so i don't believe that there is a limit to how many meta magic point uh, meta magic uh options you can use on a turn because you theoretically i guess it'd be two uh presumably because you could cast a spell on a cantrip uh yeah. but you you cannot use more than one on a single spell uh, i'm gonna yes. run through these because some of these are very cool um yeah. So, careful spell. This is for your AoE casters. When you're casting a spell that is forcing other creatures to make a saving throw, you can protect some of those creatures from the spell's full force. To do so, you can spend one sorcery point and choose a number of those creatures up to your charisma modifier, a minimum of one, and they automatically succeed on their saving throw against the spell. So, This is, if, the, this is the thing that every wizard needs <laughs> like, <laughs> and can't get because yes. uh, they be fireballing all of their allies. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, the 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 sorcerer also learns fireball, but they can actually do it safely, potentially. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got that distance spell. When you cast a spell yeah. that has a range of five feet or greater, you can spend one sorcery point to double the range of the spell. Uh, also, mm. when you cast a spell that has a range of touch, you can spend one sorcery point to make the range of the spell thirty feet. Cool. It's fun. So you can it's fun. cast like spare the dying on someone thirty feet away. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Exactly. Boom. Boom. Exactly. That's pretty big. Uh, empowered spell when you roll yes. damage for a spell you can also I'm going to throw out if you have like inflict wounds or something like you've multi-classed into cleric mm. or somehow gotten inflict wounds a 30 foot range on inflict wounds yeah, Damn, yeah. <laughs> um, but empowered spell so when you roll damage for a spell you can spend one sorcery point to re-roll a number of the damage dice up to your charisma modifier minimum of one you must use the new rolls uh, but this is this is an odd uh, this is a unique one you can use empowered spell even if you have already used a different metamagic option during the casting of the spell so this is mm -hmm. I guess the one time 
that you can you use two uh, metamagic mm. options on a spell to try and boost the damage. Uh, yeah. I believe people have done the math on this, and Empowered Spell is just actually mechanically not all that great. Uh, no, I, for the I, yeah, because you're not so. guaranteeing that you're going to improve, and there's a good chance that you could do worse. As well. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, now it's really only useful if you're like rerolling ones and twos, essentially. Yeah, um, I feel like it should be like it should be something like uh, you roll, you you cast it, and then for every one you roll, it becomes a six or whatever. Like or whatever the yeah. lowest dice is, it then becomes the highest dice. So Ooh, you have be sick. two chances to get like the highest amount of damage effectively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you can roll double the amount of damage and then choose the half that has the best numbers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be, that would just take too long. Uh, yeah, that would take just... <laughs> extended spell. When you cast a spell that has a duration of one minute or longer, you can spend one sorcery point to double its duration mm. to a maximum duration of 24 hours. I haven't this, seen this yeah. one used too much. But... Yeah, I think there's there's a couple of these which I think are particularly good, and I think extended spell is not going to come up that much, but when it does, yeah. it will be really clutch. Because <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. there's a couple of like spells and stuff I'm thinking of, like, oh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, but like if they've got a casting time of, like I don't know, even like eight hours, and like say you need to do something that's going to take you most a part of a day, or it's not just like during a long rest or something like that, then that could be super, super helpful. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, circle back really quickly before we get too far away from it, which which was distance spell. I'm pretty sure is this what uh, Mooty used to uh, to want you pretty hard because I'm pretty sure. No, you have spell I sniper. Had... No, no, that was it. Yeah, that's what I mean. But I had spell sniper, and I'm pretty sure I then used distance spell on it because it meant <laughs> that basically oh. because I had spell sniper. The range on my Eldritch Blast was up to like 240 feet. Then I added distance spell, and so I could be nearly 500 feet away and just blasted the hell out of him. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that's why that I couldn't legit. then get hit by anything. <laughs> <laughs> so I really Very gamed cool. that one out. Like coupling those two together, you literally become like some sort of like a literal sniper. Like if you have Eldritch yeah. Blast, which I'm assuming you'll take. Uh, you well, know, if you have look- if you have spell sniper. Because you can take it. Yeah. With, yeah, I think that's how you Exactly, yeah. yeah. So there you go. You take Spell Sniper, and then you're talking, you're getting some serious distance. Uh, it's great. It's really, really great. Yeah. Um, uh, I completely agree. Uh, next one is Heightened Spell. I believe Hoosier had this one. Uh, Heightened uh, Spell, yes. when you cast a spell, uh, Hoosier had, uh, Hoosier was not a uh, a sorcerer, but they had like a, they took a, a feat. Metamagic Sorcery points. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, when you cast a spell that forces a creature to make a saving throw to resist its effects, you can spend three sorcery points to give one target of the spell disadvantage on its first saving throw made against the spell. I'm going to go ahead and say I think this is actively the better version of Empowered Spell. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, I would think, mechanically speaking, this is almost certainly going to end up, during the course of a campaign, doing a lot more damage than yeah, Empowered Spell. It's definitely mm-hmm. better, but I, I don't think it's all that good itself i don't know uh, it's, it's, it's the three it's sorcery points yeah, yeah that's, that's the thing lot. three sorcery points is a lot three sorcery points is a lot and also like you, you they could roll like a 17 and an 18 like you you know but like also I, okay so it is a lot but think about it though think about how clutch it is there are certain spells that can be real game changers like in the middle of combat think about Banishment. how many times it's down to them making a saving throw if you can impose disadvantage on that like i think that's pretty beefy given especially Mm -hmm. that a lot of monsters traditionally don't have like plus 15s to their like saving Mm -hmm. throws like they've normally got like a plus two plus three plus four Mm -hmm. so there's a very good chance that they will fail 
You know what I mean? So yeah, I, like I, I, think, like this is, I think this is pretty good. That's yeah. what I mean. If it was something like banishment, like I mm. think that's uh, that's pretty good. I think Mooty used this. I did. Yeah, I did. I definitely for did. King Nyati. Yeah. Uh, on on that exact for that exact uh, yeah with, yeah with banishment in fact yeah with banishment <laughs> right. uh, <Okay. laughs> um yeah I think it, perhaps it might be interesting to see if this would be wildly overpowered if you could say you it costs two sorcery points to do one and then you can just mm. increase the number for every like two sorcery points you spend you can you can force more people to have disadvantage that could be kind of sure. cool anyway. Yeah, Quicken Spell, another one of the most popular options. Um, Quicken Spell, when you cast a spell that has a casting time of one action, you can spend two sorcery points to change the casting time to one bonus action for this casting. Uh, So good. Yes. So, so good. I want to shout out uh, Raj, one of my players at D&D in a Castle, who was playing a multi-classed warlock and sorcerer and did this really cool thing where he would... At the top of the battle, cast Spike Growth. Right. He would cast Spike Growth, and then he would use Quicken Spell to uh, to cast Eldritch Blast as a bonus action. And he had um, he had the 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 invocation that lets you push someone ten feet. Mm. Oh, and yeah. Spike Growth Re- means that every for every five feet yeah. they yeah, move, they take two d four damage. I think force damage or something. And so he would basically cast oh, this. Wow. And push them like twenty feet through the spike growth, and just pile on. That's He'd be dropping like two d ten plus another Whoa. like eight d four plus wow. uh, his his um, charisma modifier times two because it was. I think he had uh, agonizing blast as well. It was just like so oh, That's he did that cool. so often, and it would just destroy people. It were you sick. just like were you just like I hate this, but I love this? Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is just a really cool strategy. I've never seen this yeah. before, but it's really good um can i also uh shout out <laughs> this is not a shout out but if you've seen a crown of candy this is what i refer- was referencing it earlier if you haven't you should go watch it because it's really cool um uh but um there's a scene in it spoilers where emily is playing um a sorcerer and saccharina frost whip yes exactly um and something uh, she has to rescue somebody and so she runs in there casts um spare the dying as an action and then uses this uh quicken spell to bonus action uh thunder step out of like away with him because you could take somebody with you and it was one of the times i was like oh shit you can be clever Mm. you can be clever with your spells this is crazy yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i I think this meta magic is something that i would love to see pushed further uh, and also across other classes we actually spoke about this a bit i think jeremy when we did mm. oh was it paladins or i can't remember but anyway we would i remember when we were doing one of the other class breakdowns we were saying how versatility of magic seems a little limited like it seems a little bit like sort of strange that a lot of classes share a lot of the same spells and they do exactly the same things and there's no real like difference between like when a wizard casts the same spell as a sorcerer and i think this is for me like the thing that just adds like so much mm. juice to spell casting because yeah. it gives you just so many more little like nuances and like you can create little combos and actually that was it what i can't remember what episode maybe it was even wizard we were talking about like cr- the idea of creating like spell combos and mm-hmm. 
just th- things that would allow players to be a bit more versatile with their spellcasting. Um, and I think th- they do a, a really good job with the sorcerer. And I'd love to see more classes get, a, mm. especially like primary spellcasters, yeah. get like a little bit more magical flexibility. Like even if it was like a feat or something, like you could like have a certain number of them, not as the same as a spell. Uh, as you, a sorcerer. you can with meta magic adept. With Meta Magic oh, Adept, you can. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That was how Hoosier got uh, it. it. Great. It, it's, it's, very, it's, very well, it's very worth taking it for a primary spellcaster because mm. uh, you, you, the number of points is quite limited compared to, obviously, the Sorcerer, yeah. but, like, it's, it's still, I reckon it's enough to, like, use once per combat and it'd be pretty damn clutch. Um, I actually wanted to say this is an important thing. Um... Quicken Spell, I have it on good authority, uh, that this is the reason, the primary reason, that you can only cast one leveled spell on a turn. Because they did not mm. want people to be spamming fireballs and other high-level yeah. spells. Yeah. That mm. is why they created that rule. Uh, and appara- apparently the team was like, you know what? This is dumb. And so they decided they're going to change it for the next edition of D&D. Uh, they're going to change how that one works, and it's likely that you will be able to cast two-level spells. Or at least that was the plan at one point. I don't know if it still is. But apparently the group was like, hey, it's kind of dumb that we penalized all, char- all characters just because of one specific uh, class ability that you can maybe <laughs> yeah. take. Um, this is, again, from the horse's mouth. So anyway... Um, Seeking spell. If you make an attack roll for a spell and miss, you can spend two sorcerer points to re-roll the d20, and you must use the new roll. Uh, you can use seeking spell even if you have. This is the other one. You you can use seeking spell even if you've already used a different meta magic option during the casting of the spell. Um, I it's don't like good. the re-roll. I think it should just increase the number you rolled, similar to what the monk does okay. with like mm, their. Yeah. They have an ability now uh, with Tasha's that lets them spend key points to increase the number that they rolled. I think this should be that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like a flash of genius type thing, where it's just like you're mm. adding, you're just adding a flat number to the roll. Yeah, I completely agree. True. Yep. Uh, the next one. Subtle spell. Uh, when you cast a spell, you can spend one sorcery point to cast it without any somatic or verbal components. Potentially it's very hell, hella situational, but if your DM yeah. is uh, particularly punishing and likes to put you in like interesting situations to potentially mess around with your magic, this is a really useful way around it. Like for instance, a lot of people will be like, "Oh, you could use this if you were like in a high te- intensity situation." But also, like if you can't speak for any reason because you're trying to stay quiet, or if you, mm. do you know what I mean? Like something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, or silence. You, could... you got hit with a silence. Yeah. Exactly. You yeah. get hit with a silence spell. That kind of stuff. Like I was literally in a situation the day where they were like oh, there's no sound. And I'm like, yep, you're in like a vacuum effectively of sound. So you can't speak. And they were like, oh, and I can't do any spells. So yeah, this would have been really helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, transmuted spell. When you cast a spell that deals a type of damage from the following list. Oh, you know what? It just hit me. Another case in which subtle spell is useful. Uh, if you have no mm-hmm. teeth and no arms, because uh, your arms have been turned into fins. Uh, transmuted know. spell. Wouldn't when you cast a spell that deals a type of damage <laughs> from the following list, you can spend one sorcery point to change that damage type to one of the other listed types. Acid, cold, fire, lightning, poison, thunder. So you can change the element type. If something's vulnerable to something or yeah. resistant to something or invulnerable to something, this can be very useful. Yeah, and it's I only think, one sor- yeah. sorcery point, which is very, that's very useful. Yeah, I like yeah, that. And it uh, depends on the kind of GM. Like, I think cause there's some GMs that v- very much use this more than others. Well, like, in terms of resistances and, like, it, but this is the thing. I think a lot of things have resistances, though. So I guess, I think 
the exciting part would be like, oh, if they've got a vulnerability, but I just don't think that many actually have vulnerabilities. What mm-hmm. I think it'd be more useful for realistically in like terms of like every session use would be getting around a resistance. So like if they mm-hmm. had resistance to fire, for instance, and you drop a ice ball instead of a fireball, yep. like that probably would be more, more where this is particularly useful. Yep. I completely agree. Uh, the last one, Twinned Spell. When you cast a spell that targets only one creature and doesn't have a range of self, you can spend a number of sorcery points equal to the spell's level to cast a se- or to target a second creature in range with the same spell. One sorcery point if the spell's a cantrip. To be eligible, a spell must be incapable of targeting more than one creature at the spell's current level. For example, Magic Missile and Scorching Ray are not eligible, but Ray of Frost and Chromatic Orb are. Twin spell is also one of my favorites. Very, very good. Yeah, we love, love a twin, twin spell. spell. Love a twin spell. Love that. Dual Eldritch Blast. Let's go. <gasps> yeah. Well, I mean, would that? Well, let's say if you had, if you were able to cast like two at a time or three at a time, would that then be six? Like, what? What are we going on? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you gonna make? Are you gonna split all of the beams? Because that would be pretty sick. That'd be uh, fun. I was going to say, um, uh, uh, throwing out Inflict Wounds again. If you somehow got a hold of that spell, mm. uh, Twinned Inflict Wounds. Very mm. tasty. Yeah. Very you're just staying there and you're just touching two folks. Sorry, I just heard what you said. Um, but then, yeah, you do Twin Spell, you do Distance Spell, you can uh, spare the dying on two people who are far away. There's lots of options. It's great. Yeah. Love it. Uh, so yeah, meta magic is is the one. It's the uh, it's the whole uh, the whole kit and caboodle for the for the for the sorcerer. Um, and I just I would say like if we're doing uh, some advice for people, I would say take a good long look at these and really mm-hmm. think about what kinds of spells you want to cast, what kind of subclass you're going for, uh, because they'll pair really 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 well with certain spells. And the last thing you want to do is like take one and then just be like, ah oh, man, I'm not really using that because I feel like mm-hmm. that would yeah. be. That would be kind of sad. Um, wine and cheese. Pair it well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about this mm. as wine and cheese. I love yeah. that. That's great. <laughs> I wish you got to choose more of them. I will say that. Sure. Because mm. yeah. you, you max out at four and you get that at 17th and you don't even get a third mm. choice until 10th level. Yeah. Yeah, I don't uh, mean. That's, a, that's late. That's a long yeah. span. Every, every seven levels. You get an, you get another one as a treat. Yeah. The only thing I will say is that with Tasha's, obviously they've brought in. This is one of the things I was going to mention is that they brought in sorcery, uh, sorceress versatility. So every single time that you reach the chance to choose a meta magic, you can change one of your meta magic. So I know that that's not like a, like it, it, that's not what you're saying, Jeremy. But like I do think that goes a little way to making that better because mm. there will be some that just naturally become a bit redundant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there'll be certain things that I, I don't know how subtle you need to be <laughs> once you get to twentieth level. You know what yeah. I mean? So like little things like that, I think you'd probably want to change it and just be like, yeah, I'm gonna give a heightened spell or empowered spell or, or something like that. Um, cool. Uh, you get ability score improvements at fourth, eighth, twelfth, sixteenth, and nineteenth level. Uh, you, you all Standard. know what those are. Uh, we talked about uh, sorcerer's versatility a little bit. There's a little bit um, more though. We should read it specifically. Yes, I was gonna say. You can mm. also replace uh, one cantrip that you've learned. Yeah. And it's actually whenever you get the ability score improvement feature. So it's not just when you get a new meta magic option. You actually get this ability. Sorcerer's versatility kicks uh, in yes. at 4th, 8th, 12th, 16th, uh, yes, and 19th. Yes, correct. 
Yes, you're absolutely correct. I apologize. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, that actually does make it just a, a titch better because then again, you're, you know, you could potentially change out one of your meta magic to eighth level, maybe knowing which one you're going to pick at 10th level and things like that. So you can, mm. can plan ahead a little bit. Uh, Jeremy, do you want to go for magical guidance? Yes. Uh, the saving grace of Mutikoba in many a case. Uh, <laughs> Man, when you I reach can't fifth. Explain. <laughs> go listen to the cup of the caterpillar uh the number people, of people got on my back about how much i used this <laughs> this is where probably most of your most of your sorcery points went over the course of that oh, oh, all of them all of them like <laughs> but i rolled so badly in that campaign like yeah. i really uh, like it, unless it was combat or no unless it was you rolling against me in combat most of the rolls revolving around me went really really badly like mm. I, I got whomped a lot, and yeah, and there so, were some very tense situations y'all were in. <laughs> yes, incredibly, and I, I'd be so shyly just be like, um, "Magical guns." <laughs> like, <laughs> after I'd rolled and it was trash. Yeah, I think there was a point at which you started s- specifically making sure you had enough points so you could yeah. use magical Aww. guidance. Uh, yeah, I would literally say like, "I'm not going to cast that because that will only that will leave me with like a, that will leave me with no points, and I we might have some." stuff to do after this so i need at least one point (laughs) exactly uh when you reach fifth level you can tap into your inner wellspring of magic to try and conjure success from failure basically when you fail an ability check you can spend one sorcery point to re-roll the d20 and you must use the new roll uh hopefully you can hopefully it turns the failure into a success maybe perhaps we'll see that is very helpful yeah Yeah. did we mention that you can use can't you sacrifice spell slots to get uh sorcery points as well Yep. I think yep. we did, yeah, we mentioned that, yeah. Yep, and I did that quite a lot as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it needs to be done. Uh, I, I will done. admit, I will admit, I think upon reflection, and I'm sorry to sorcerers everywhere, I don't know if I particularly like this, <laughs> because I do think it's like, it feels a little retconny on behalf of the players, mm-hmm. and... There was times where I was using it. I was like, "I'm, I'm really, I'm really juicing this. Like, I'm, <laughs> like, like I feel bad because I'm really juicing this, and it's there's not really much in the way of a narrative reason. It's, it's just that Mooty's deciding I want to be better at this. So didn't bother me. You're powering, <laughs> right, you're spending fine. your magical power to make yourself hopefully succeed on. <laughs> hopefully, I mean that, that's the other thing. I I didn't always succeed particularly either. Um, I just think there's again. I think I just think I prefer stuff like Flash of Genius or whatever. Mm. Even though I do think that can be pretty outrageous at times. Uh, it just in terms of like not knowing whether you yeah, succeeded. I like it. I'm with you. Liv. Yeah, no, I'm, I like them both. <laughs> as some, I, I, I need. You know what my roles are like. I need it. I, like, and well, it, it's not wait. on me, but like, still, I, I need to buff. So I need to do something good. You know, <laughs> just wait until you wield such power, and then you know it'll, it'll change you. It'll I can't wait. You, I cannot so. wait to be changed. I cannot <laughs> wait for it to go to my head. I'm so excited. <laughs> Liv, do you want to do sort, uh, level twenty? Oh, thank you so much. I would love to get to level. 20. Anyway, I mean, I wouldn't get too excited about it. <laughs> Fine. Sorceress Restoration. At 20th level, regain four extended sorcery points whenever you finish a short rest. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Okay. Yeah. Great. I just, I, it, we've had this discussion so many times. Like, how many times have we got to this exact point of the, of the show and gone, mm. eh, this is the mm. epic boom situation <laughs> it, all over again? Epic way. It's oh. just so <laughs> consistent. It's so consistent. The 20th level ability is just so fine mm. like oh, it's fine you. uh and you think yeah okay well yeah 
they could do, you know, I feel like I could do much cooler stuff at level three. Mm. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Now, don't get me wrong. Mechanically, yes, this is extremely useful. You don't have a whole lot of spell slots. This does give you a lot of versatility in terms of the kinds of, uh, you know, uh, things you can get back. But I'm assuming expended, uh, <laughs> sorry, a, a sorcery points, but four doesn't feel like it would do a lot. Mm. Like, four means <clears throat> I can only get back one second level that's the highest i can get back yeah a, a spell yeah. i have a proposed addendum to this it's completely not addendum uh a, a proposed adjustment a change I, it's, this is completely untested but it occurred to me that this might be cool what if instead of this we instead said that at like an earlier level you could regain half up to half your sorcery points on a short rest yeah 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 and at at 20th level we instead said that you were now allowed to use uh, more than one metamagic option on a spell. Ooh, that's, that's too mm, fun, honestly. But they wouldn't do it. Does that? But does that get like truly? I mean, we're level twenty, so yeah, everything's a bit game also, breaking. I'm just thinking some of those spells would be ridiculous. <laughs> And then also, like, why wouldn't you combine like that with like a warlock power world? That would be wild. Yeah. yeah. Well, because you can't though, because you're level twenty. It's a twentieth level. Oh, that ability. would. Wait, no, I thought you were saying the short rest one. That would be earlier. Oh, no, on, the right? short rest is half the sorcery points, and the twentieth level ability oh, okay, is okay. you can now use more than one. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I'm just checking something now, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, power word kill. You could do twin spell. <laughs> On power world kill <laughs> and and give people uh, what is it empowered or heightened? Mm. You can then also oh, use. Uh, well, there's no, no, no save. There's no save. No, power word kill. It's no save. There's yeah. no save. You just kill them. Just if they're not less spend. than hundred hit points. You just kill them. You just instantly toast. <laughs> you just get all you have to do is get the two bad guys down to less than hundred hit points, I... and they're gone. They're done. Nothing they can do. Bye. Such a devastating <laughs> spell. Just twinning a ninth mm. level spell, and then you can go drop another one on another spell, like right <laughs> afterwards. Ridiculous. Oh, um, we should it. talk about like the um, well. I, I mean, it'd be fun in, to do it in wall, all in one space. But like ranking all of the twentieth level abilities of every class would be very fun. <laughs> it would be such an embarrassment yeah. of like dullness. Like, like, oh, some are like, like amazing, and then some are. That's just what I mean. Crap. It'd yeah. be like it'd be like four of them be really good, and then the rest would just be out of trash. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and we'd be sitting there being like, okay, so what is going to go last mm. though? Like, you know what I mean? Like it's that last spot that's really up for grabs mm. right now because yeah. there's well, so the many spying for it. Which is better, unlimited wild shape or automatic success on divine intervention? Divine intervention, automatic success on divine intervention. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Okay, no doubt. All right. No. So that's the. <laughs> I guess that's number one. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Changing the, the world as we know it through, through your god. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's yeah, pretty good. yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty yeah. good. But also being able to turn into like two different kinds of birds would be fun. You know, like just like <laughs> this is exactly what I'm talking about. Though this is wild. <laughs> Listen to what we've just said. Yeah, divine intervention <laughs> always works. <laughs> Or you get four sorcery points back in the end of a short rest. Like, it's like, what? <laughs> like, that's so unfair. I think the like, monk has something you literally... like you regain some key points Brilliant. when you yeah, end, when you roll initiative like... at level 20. <laughs> I think it's like two as well. It's like, yeah, it's such it's like, a pitiful it's, I think amount. it's fewer than five. I... 
that's rough. Uh, just re- yeah, that's like just obscene. Like I just would be so disappointed if I got to twentieth level mm-hmm. and I'm looking around the table, my druids just instantly turning into like a bat, a moose, a mammoth, a this. Do you know what I mean? My my cleric and whatever's out there communing with God and is just coming down, picking them up and carrying them off. And there's me just like, huh? I took a little nap and uh, mm-hmm. hmm, I guess I can do like one more thing today. Excited? <laughs> like that would suck. Well rested. Cool. So uh, we're going to round out this episode talking about the subclass which I played as Mutic Wuba. And if you have forgotten it, uh, because I only told you sixteen times this episode, uh, you can catch the rest of these subclasses over on our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash TB Halflings. Uh, links in the show notes. Go over there, check it out because we've got there's so many bonus episodes on there now. Mm-hmm. Like it's actually kind of wild. We make a lot of content, guys. Go us. Well done. Pat on the back for us. All for you, uh, please. <laughs> do you know? Oh, do you know what? Oh, you know how people always say to, say to you, like, what power would you like in real life? Mm-hmm. Twinned podcast. The ability to cast twinned podcast Ooh. would be epic. Every time we record a podcast, Ooh. just as there's a second podcast recorded at the same time. That'd be wild. Yes. We're, we're, we well, do it at the same time. Or a game we'll about heightened podcast. Ooh. Uh, it, heightened it, podcast, like, more which makes people it are, It's likely to reach more people. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Yo, great. that's just called that's just called having money for yeah, a Yeah, exactly. Ad spend, ad spend. Yeah, ad spend. Critical Role have a uh, they have yeah, money. Heightened podcast. Heightened sure. money. <laughs> oh, dear. oh dear, sad times, sad times. <laughs> Shadow magic. <laughs> hey. Woo. Uh, okay, cool. So, as we said before, this is drawing on the power from the Shadow Fell. Or just um, death. There is some. Or, or just death. Or just, yeah, or just straight up death. Yep. Liv, do you want to read the quirks? <gasps> I'd love, I'd love that. Shadow Sorcerer quirks. Uh, so you roll on a d6, or you just select one, or you make your own. I don't know. Uh, it's up to you. Um, so, number one, you have, you are always icy cold to the touch. That's pretty spooky. Mm. Pretty spooky. Uh, number two, mm. when you are asleep, you don't appear to breathe, though you must still breathe to survive. You, I love how it's like <laughs> you can't just not breathe. Don't, don't fucking do just that. Just subtly, you breathe very subtly. Don't miss a You don't appear it's just to breathe. You, yeah. <laughs> very small. Yeah. Um, number three, you just take the shallowest breath. Yeah, like, you're just there, like, <laughs> like a chihuahua, <laughs> <laughs> just vibrating, <laughs> uh, like biscuit. Um, uh, oh, poor yeah. uh, you barely, you barely. Bl- Sorry, I was thinking biscuit. You barely bleed, even when you're badly injured, which is just like. I, I think it'd be spookier if you bled more. It's I don't just know. the PG thirteen ability. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say that's like uh, what is it? Nearly headless Nick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Taking his head off, and there's just like it just looks like a steak. Underneath. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? It's like that. So gross. It's like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, trans rights. Woo. Trans rights. Uh, your heart beats once per minute. This event sometimes surprises you. <laughs> this That's is my funny. favorite one for sure. That's, That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. just the idea that you're like, oh, sorry. <laughs> my- you like wake up <laughs> at night sometimes, like, <laughs> ooh, ooh, that was because a your one. own heartbeat. Oh that <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> was a big one. Well done. Ooh. Give it a little tap. <laughs> we all heard that. Wow. Well done. Um, Let's give a give my heart a little tap. Well you're done. sitting yeah. there while your companion is asleep. You just hear. What the? Oh my god! Oh, she's moving. Don't even worry about it. Um, don't worry about that. Uh, five. You have trouble remembering that living creatures and corpses should be treated differently. <laughs> okay, that is the wildest one so far. That's absolutely wild. Okay. Like, also, okay. So, just real quick, <laughs> yeah. guys. Just sorry, quick sidebar. Mm. 
How are you role playing this? I don't oh, know. Like, what distinctions? No. Oh, I've no, seen no, it. Just, I've seen I it done. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a no. um, player in one of my games wanted to play no. like a creepy child. No. Uh, right. and this child like did not really see a difference between life and death. Oh. And so she would talk to like dead people mm. the same that she oh. the same way she would talk to living people mm-hmm. and saw no real difference in value but, between like, like a living body and a dead one. Did she ever get a response one. from the dead people? Maybe? No, she just thought they were like asleep or not paying attention. Oh, okay, cool. Wow. All right. Okay. Yeah, or they were just okay. real quiet. Mm. This is my favorite one, just sheerly for the way it's written. Um, number six, you blinked. Once. Last week. (laughs) It feels like they got a little, it feels like as they were trying to come up with these, they got like increasingly like loose. Yeah. And they were like, (laughs) like the first three are like, okay. Then it's like your heart ties into the shadows. Yeah. (laughs) Like the last three are like this event sometimes surprises you. Like your heart beating surprises you. You're you have trouble remembering the difference between living creatures and de- and corpses. And then you blinked once last week. Like those three are really fun and funny and add a lot of flavor in terms of the writing. The first three are just like, oh okay, yeah, it's that's a little oh, creepy. Okay, yeah. cool. so, okay sure. <clears throat> uh, so then we have our shadow magic features oh. at first level. We have eyes of the dark. Uh, you have dark vision with a range of 120 feet. Damn. Uh, and when you reach third level. You could also learn the darkness spell, Ooh. which doesn't count against the number of sorcerer spells that you know. In addition, you can cast it by casting two sorcery points or by expending a spell slot. If you cast it with sorcery points, though, uh, you can see through the darkness created by the spell. That's that's kind of fun. Yeah. Like yeah. that's 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 pretty fun. I think I, I think also Luchi didn't used realize that, that the caster couldn't see through their own oh, magical no. darkness, but I guess that's a thing, yeah. uh, which I... Oh, yeah. yeah that's, mm-hmm. yeah. that's uh, yeah. Well, I think that then that makes it a really useful distinction, actually, mm. that yeah. you can see uh, what no one else can see. Mm. That's, that's why probably. Devil's Sight, the source, yes. the warlock ability that lets you see yes. through magical darkness is potentially very, very useful. Good. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Jeremy, what's up next? Ah, uh, yes. The bane of mine and uh, Chief Meno's existence. <laughs> the Hound of Ill Omen. <laughs> The wonderful Night Eyes uh, at sixth level. This is actually no joke, folks. If you listen to the Cup of the Caterpillar, we start that campaign at sixth level. This is the reason because Jasper really wanted this. Uh, At sixth level, you gain the ability to call forth a howling creature of darkness to harass your foes. As a bonus action, you can spend three sorcery points to summon a hound of hill of of hill. Uh, The hound of hill house. Yeah, I was going to say hound of ill omen. Hill house (laughs) (laughs) to target one creature you can see within 120 feet of you. The Hound uses the direwolf statistics uh, with the following changes. Mm-hmm. The Hound is medium, not large, and it counts as a monstrosity, not a beast. Mm-hmm. It appears with a number of temp HP equal to half your sorcerer level. It can move through other creatures and objects as if they were difficult terrain. The Hound takes five force damage if it ends its turn inside of an object. At the start of its turn, the Hound automatically knows its target's location. If the target was hidden, it is no longer hidden from the Hound. The Hound appears in an un- unoccupied space of your choice within 30 feet of the target. Uh, you have to roll initiative for the hound. On its turn, it can only move towards its target by the most direct route, and it can use its action only to attack its target. Uh, the hound can make opportunity attacks, but only against its target. Uh, so this is all very target-focused. Yeah. You summon, you're mm. like, I want you to, it's basically the sick'em, boy. Mm. Uh, yep. You summon a hound and say, sick'em, and they go after them. Oh, that's why Mooji uh, is this little yeah. guy. I now understand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah night eyes. Uh, additionally, and this was the this was the big one. Mm. This I think mm. Mark Mir 
also used this to like win a like a, a bat, like a one on one PC versus PC tournament a few this, years ago. This is honestly a wild ability they just tack on the end. Yeah, this <laughs> this is the I would argue the best part. While For the sure. hound is within five feet of the target, oh, the target shit. has disadvantage on saving throws against any spell you cast. <laughs> That's yep. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Get away from the, the hound. hound disappears if it is. Yeah, the hound disappears if it's reduced to zero hit points. If its target is reduced to zero hit points, or after five minutes. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know if 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 I'm misreading something. Uh, did we mention? No, we did miss one. Yeah, I was gonna say yes. The strength of the grave. You can go for it. Oh, okay, cool. Do we want to talk any more about the hound? The one. Oh yeah, hound? I just I completely skipped. Well, the hound of ill omen. It's, yeah. I mean, it's basically it's okay until you get to the disadvantage. Mm. Yeah, I I uh, I loved it from a. Uh, I really enjoyed using it from a flavor standpoint. Uh, but yeah, the um the this mm. is a uh, that ability was wild. I managed managed to uh game out a one-on-one combat to such extreme lengths yeah. uh yeah. that i think it made chief's menos uh i think it made it probably impossible for you to win that fight like genuinely i don't mm-hmm. think that it was possible for you to come out of that fight i would have had to just losing. roll like a monster yeah basically. that's what i mean like just just just, just dropping nukes everywhere but yeah. even then i think it was pretty hard to hit me because i was flying at the time and yep. anyway it yeah. was a it was a, i mean it was, it was a lot i fun. guess would it be the saving grace of this that it only has like a certain number of hit points like if it when you get this it has three hit points so but it's a bonus action to summon though and it's not a spell you so, just do it like you can just pop that yeah. back up oh! you can just pop that back up and then boom you're straight back to where you were oh my, oh like, my god <laughs> oh my god okay yep. yeah. <laughs> wow and and i think it uh, it has the temp hp equal to half your sorcerer level it still has the hp of a dire wolf shit yep. okay never mind yeah that's wild which i, I it's not a huge amount it's like third something no maybe even 20 it's something? in the 20s or 30s so yeah it's i think it's like 25 that's maybe okay. i was thinking like, that this this wolf had three hp so no so this no. is no. Wild. <laughs> no, 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 no 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 yeah it yeah, has yeah, it no, can no, no, survive no, no. multiple potentially multiple attacks if not multiple rounds if they happen to miss mm. and i think the thing is about this which pairs so well with the sorcerer like fine wine and cheese mm-hmm. is the fact that it is uh this is a this is a way to you to stop you getting hit like yeah. this is a literal shield in front of you uh that's going to provoke an opportunity attack if they like move past this thing has disadvantages against your spells this is a really good way of slowing something mm-hmm. down before they can get to you and start chipping away at your pitiful hit point total. yeah because <laughs> mm-hmm. i spent a lot of this campaign with like truly an alarmingly low amount of hit points <laughs> <laughs> and no ac oh. and literally like an 11 for ac yeah. it's like it was grim it was grim so jumping back to uh first level ability strength of the grave um which i've seen yes. used um i'm catching up on uh, campaign three of critical role and i've seen laudner use this before which is it's a very oh. fun ability and it's it sometimes comes in clutch um so yeah, first of all, you, uh, your existence in a twilight state between life and death makes you difficult to defeat. When damage reduces you to zero hit points, you can make a charisma saving throw, DC 5, plus the damage taken. On a success, you instead drop to one hit point. You can't use this feature um, if you are reduced to zero hit points by radiant damage or by a critical hit. Okay. Um, after the saving throw succeeds, you can't use this feature again until uh, you finish a long rest. So like a very um oh what is the half orc ability relentless endurance yes relentless endurance yeah yeah yeah. yeah. yep well this is the joke 
is that uh, Daima also have an ability called Cheat Death. Oh. So Muti has, which, and that doesn't even require a save. Yeah, that that's just basically relentless up. endurance. Mm. Yeah, basically. So uh, get this twice, <laughs> which Crazy. is absolutely delicious. Mm-hmm. And he needed quite it. Quite honestly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, again, I want to stress, I had an 11 AC at level six. <laughs> it was bad up in here. And it only, I, th- I think it got to 13. But I'm pretty. Yeah. It might have even just stayed at twelve, honestly, because like the only thing I can think, remember that I can, I had off the top of my head is my lay of protection. Mm. That yeah. was otherwise, it was. I'm pretty sure it was like an eleven or twelve for the whole campaign. Upsetting. It was wild. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah that was. Uh, okay, fourteenth level. Uh, you gain uh, the you gain the shadow walk ability. You uh, can st- uh, duh, 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 step from one. Oh, you can step from one shadow to another. When you're in dim light or darkness as a bonus action, you can magically teleport up to 150 feet to an unoccupied space you can see within dim light or darkness. I like this. It fits pretty cool. There's no, there's no limit to the amount of times you can do this. It's only a bonus action. Mm-hmm. And boy, does that give you some serious mobility. Again, yeah. squishy. DM's not going to want to get hit into uh, a dark room ever again. But yes. <laughs> For sure. Exactly. And then what's your DM going to do? We're always going to fight in daylight? Yeah. Okay. Fine. Fine. Like, mm-hmm. we can see our enemies Great. all the time. Fine. Because want to cast darkness? Okay, let's go. <laughs> like, uh, I'll just I'll teleport in the middle of it. You won't even see me. You'll see me. Just yeah. beep, 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 like a little pinball inside <laughs> of magical darkness. Yeah. <laughs> it's reminiscent of the uh, the Shadow Monk's ability. Mm, mm. It is. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's pretty much exactly the same, right? Yeah, except I don't, uh, they can only teleport like 50. This is wow. like 120. 120. It's decent. I, I, yeah, I mean, that's like realistically. This is this kind of feels a little like uh, like there's some like vampires I think which go to like have you know some sort of like where they just seem to be able to kind of because they're very like graceful they don't like run anywhere and they seem to just sort of be able to step through shadows I kind of just got visions of this epic sorcerer just like bamfing their way across this like twilight like lit town you mm-hmm. know just wreaking havoc I just feel like it's it's good fun uh, for flavor and also I think would be absolutely clutch in a lot of situations a lot mm-hmm. of situations uh jeremy what we've got last what's the last last thing here yes so at 18th level we get umbral form you can spend six sorcery points as a bonus action to transform yourself into a shadowy form pure shadow in this form you have resistance to all damage except force and radiant and you can move through other object uh, creatures and objects as if they were difficult terrain you take five force damage if you end your turn inside of an object this form lasts for one minute and it ends early if you are incapacitated if you die or if you dismiss it as a bonus action pretty cool yeah that's nice Dang, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I that's wish it gave you. Good. I wish it gave you some uh, like bonus to your spells or something, mm. or mm. some you know. But look, the, but the resistance levels, to all damage. In two levels, you get to, to, to get the short rest. Magic Live back. The the, 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 the things back. Yeah. What? <laughs> Don't insult us. No, no you, you, only two more levels, guys. No, <laughs> just two more levels. That's all you need. <laughs> just ride I, it I out to com- level twenty, and you get <laughs> just ride it out to level twenty. I think combining this with Shadow Walk at level. 14 like flavor wise 
epic as hell. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like just just, wow, just this yeah. shadowy kind of creature thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm actually doing something which is slightly reminiscent of this flavor wise uh, on an, an upcoming uh, show, uh, and it's like oh yeah, I just I just love the I love the flavor of this, and also resistance to all except force and radiant. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Boom, <laughs> let's go. How many angels we out here fighting? Let's go. <laughs> exactly. Like it's it's pretty good. That is like a pretty good ability. Makes you, it makes it survivable. I think for a uh, a sorcerer yeah. at this level, because let's be honest, with the amount of hit points you're gonna have rolling a d6 at level 18, it's quite possible that you could get like maybe not one hit but two hit definitely. Yeah, and people are gonna be yeah. this, like enemies you know are gonna I mean? be going for the sorcerer straight away. The squishy, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna take you out. Yeah, so. yeah the the squishy with the most blasting yeah. capabilities. Do you know what I mean like serious mm. damage dealing squishy? Yeah, yeah like they're fully Last gonna cannon. go after that one. Get it out. Hundred percent, hundred percent. That's it, guys. Yeah. We did it. We done completed we it. it. Uh, we we uh, it's all over. It's all done. You don't have to listen to us uh, talk about these classes anymore. And I think, to be honest, actually, you probably will though, because we're probably going to do the Pathfinder ones, right? Like that's probably yeah. what's next. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that's the the <laughs> yeah. natural, yeah. the natural, it's the natural progression. This, yeah. Um, yeah, we just walk off into the Paizo sunset. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, why not uh, comment or message us or uh, jump in our Discord or whatever and let us know uh, what uh, Pathfinder classes you'd like us to cover first and we'll start to compile a little list uh, for us to go there through. So but I hope many. you've enjoyed. <laughs> this is yeah. so many. There's so many. Uh, and also, it's, uh, it's, uh, I don't, we're going to have to find like a real way of trunc- truncating uh, those because yeah. the customizable options. Because Yeah, there's <laughs> so Pathfinder. many. That's yeah. what I mean. It's going to be these like episodes are gonna be like four class, hours you can make <laughs> like it's gonna be anything. long you, if you can think of it you can make it in pathfinder so this is gonna be terrifying yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so uh i think it like, might take a a, a a meeting or two for us to determine how we're each episode is like that. three each each class gets two to Hi. three episodes Guys, welcome. We're not actually going to do an actual play season this year. We're just instead going to be running uh, once a week a four-hour session where we break down one Pathfinder class. <laughs> where Liv is just weeping the entire time. Liv, where else can uh, the halflings find you weeping on the internet? <laughs> so many places. Um, wait until I go on a night out and then check out my Instagram. No, I'm, uh... Oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, but it's so real though. You know, you know. Anyway, uh so <laughs> <laughs> I've ne- Liv, I gotta well, I'm almost scared to go out a, out a night with you now. Like you're gonna get a chance to next week. Oh yeah. I'm just hug weeping. Hug I'm like in the middle of like the, the dance floor, just like singing and weeping like ah, the way you look tonight. <laughs> 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 oh, are you gonna play the way you look tonight at your at your uh, wedding, Jasper? You got it now. Uh, I mean, I, I can't, I'm, yeah, going, I I'm do going to do it. So yeah, I will do I'll now. sing it with you, Liv. Oh, amazing! All right, there we go. Oh, we're not doing karaoke though. I want to. I want to nip that in the bud right now. I want to. want to double check. Just, it's not karaoke. No I'm going to be up there with the band. We're not doing karaoke. It's not karaoke actually. So yeah, don't insult Liv is hiring a full jazz band. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, there is a band. There yeah, is there is a band. band. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, I know. Uh, I've collaborated. They're under strict and they've they've already got a picture of your face, Liv. Good. This is your lead singer. Very very good. Did you hire the bare naked ladies? Did you hire the bare naked ladies to come and be the band for your? That's it. Amazing. You nailed it. So, so uh, exciting. Well, yeah. If you so, just see... your Instagram while you'll be weeping. Yeah, if you want to see like... uh, some pics of that, uh, you can. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> I'm at Does Dark Sound Magic. Sam only fans. 
<laughs> it's just me singing and everyone's really disappointed. Um, <laughs> or, or relieved. I don't know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> at Dust Dark Magic on Twitter. You can also find me on ev- everything else, basically, at Olivia Dust Dark Magic, because uh, Twitter didn't like me to add my name onto it, which is rude. Um, I know. And also, uh, I'm over on uh, YouTube.com forward slash Dicebreaker. I do videos about tabletop stuff. We have a um, we have a series, an actual play series called Story Breakers. It's very cool. It's like noir and like old-fashioned uh, like journalist stuff, and it's really cool. Um, but also, it's a podcast now. So the first four episodes are out now. It's on. It's podcast theme. Yeah. It's available. Um, also, nice. subscribe to YouTube.com forward slash Three Black Halflings. We be out there yeah. making things. So. Woo! Yeah. Jeremy, where can people find you on the Nintendo webs? Hello, everyone. It's Black History Month. <laughs> uh, I knew it was coming. And you can. I knew it was coming me. before the end of the episode. You can find Should Black History Month is a rise before the end of every episode. Uh, it is at the beginning of every episode. It is at the end of every episode. Mm-hmm. It is always Black History Month. It's the bookend. Uh, mm-hmm. And you can find me on Twitter at. Jeremy at Black Cobb History Month. One. Yes, I'm. We may change. I may change my name yeah. to on Twitter. People to just like be messaging you. Know, like, like, please, well. <laughs> please give that. Yeah. Give, give that to us. We need that. Please do it. Three do Black it. History Months. <laughs> no, you are not to go. Twelve. Twelve account. Black History Months. You Your mean. own. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Yeah, we just uh, have three. That's just yeah. three. Let's go with two B's and number one. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at the Cobmeister. But you know what? You know what would be even better than finding me in those two places? If you found me on the Quantum Reactor, the, yeah. uh, the sci-fi movie review podcast that I've been doing with Andrew Coons, friend of the show. Um, we are, I think, just about to release a Fifth Element episode. Uh, we've released episodes on all sorts. It's a variety of different sci-fi movies, including two episodes, count them, two on Everything Everywhere All at Once. The second of which uh, is a discussion on the queer and Asian American experience themes with Connie Chung. Uh, joined us aboard the Quantum Reactor. If you enjoy discussions of sci-fi movies and you enjoy podcasts with surprisingly high production values uh go and listen (laughs) to the quantum reactor where you can hear uh andrew coons and i talking on our ship that is sitting on the event horizon of a black hole with all the sound effects uh to match so go check that out it's a lot of fun it's a really good show thank you uh, awesome stuff uh, you can find me at JW underscore Cartwright you can find me on the Performance Capture podcast where we talk all about performance capture and demystify everything that goes into making your favourite video games and special effects uh, you can also find me as a semi-permanent guest on Games and Feelings which is uh, over with Eric Silver of Join the Party uh, where we talk about how games give you feelings and there's no instruction manual for it I think that's about everything. Make sure you follow the show at three. That's the number three, Black Halflings. As Liv said, you can follow us on YouTube. You can find us on Patreon. You can follow our, you can join our Discord. There are so many places to get your three Black Halflings fix. And you can also get three Black Halflings merchandise. And listen to this. You sign up to the Patreon for as little as like three bucks or something. Yeah. Or four bucks a month. Patreon preamble as well. And... And guess what you get? 15% off That's the merchandise. Boom. Worth the price just to, but just to sign up and get yourself some merchandise uh, with a discount. Uh, that's all for this week. I hope you've enjoyed our final class deep dive. We did it, everyone. We here. We done it. Yeah. And uh, we will see you next week. So long, child. So long,
This is a HeadGum Podcast.